Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is Sit in Friends in the Morning. Entertaining and informative. Oh, you're my best friend. 77 WABC. sent me a text I feel left out. He's not one of the 18 pictures. He has been, by the way, month after month after month. Page 24 in today's New York Post. But I have to make um, changes every month because everybody complains. The last couple of days, Kimberly Gilfoyle, Dr. Mark Siegel, now Rudy Giuliani. But uh, Curtis, and uh, we don't do this in row order just so you know. They just ask me upstairs, give me the names. I don't go, make sure he's row one, picture number two. I have nothing to do with that. It just so happens the first row of pictures is Donald Trump, John Katsimatidis, Bill O'Reilly, Mayor Eric Adams, Peter King, and Curtis Sliwa. But Sliwa, instead of being happy, A, he's even in it, and B, he's in the front row. He doesn't like the fact that he's sixth behind King and Adams, yep. so now you want to beg out of this. Yeah, yeah, put Rudy in there. <laughs> put him right next to Eric Adams, who called him a racist, right? Yes, Do he this. did. Yes. And uh, to Peter King, he finally got off of the Eric Adams crazy train the other day. Yes, he did. Uh, too bad he wasn't in the front pew of Reverend A.R. Bernard's megachurch in Canarsie yesterday. 5,000 people there listening to Eric Adams uh, talk about how he was sent by God. No. Reverend A.R. Bernard no. giving him tactical air support, saying, yes, he was sent by God. Oh, God. And then Eric Adams saying, 35 years ago, I set my GPS, my God-positioning system, on taking over the city oh, and saving it. This guy is lost. <laughs> I'm going to send you all the cuts. Good. Let me have him. A.R. Bernard saying, oh, yes, he was well, sent by I mean, God. A.R. Bernard's a lovely man. He is, and he's, uh, he's, he's a preacher and all those wonderful things. He's but, a Turkish kisser, like well, Rabbi well, John Pataz. And he's also a black guy first. And, and, I mean, I hate to keep bringing up race, but I'm the only guy that does it. Because right, I'm but, the only uh, honest uh, guy uh, in this let's city. Let's get right into it. Well, about, let, me, well, let, me, let me get to Adam yeah, for a yeah, second, yeah, though, yeah. because above and beyond the fact that he was doing the God stuff again, I want you all to read a column in today's New York Post. It's very, very serious. It really is. And it goes to show you what Adams has done with this police department. For folks who are like, hey, you know what? Adams is the former cop. He's going to make it good again. Ba, ba, ba. NYPD exodus continues as cops feel squeezed from every direction. And the new guy, I like this guy a lot, Patrick Hendry. He replaced uh, Pat Lynch. He's now in charge of the NYPD Benevolent Association. And he says that we're about 2,000 cops short. After Sewell stepped down, like another six or 700 quit, just voluntarily quit. Yep. No major reason. So Adams can't even hold on to a, to a, to a right-sized police department. Well, and other agencies are coming in and recruiting these cops away. I've told this story that a lot of the cops uh, in uniform went to take the sergeant's test at Jacob Javits Convention Center, about a good 5,000. Uh, some of them will become sergeants, some of them won't. 
Uh, but everybody was outside like vultures and buzzards from police departments all over the country. They had the tables out, the recruitment stands. We'll give you bonuses. We'll pay for your moving. We'll pay for your house for the first year. And you'll have excellent opportunities at getting promotional uh abilities because you come from New York City. So if you have two years of experience busting your shoes, we want you. So they're recruiting them away. And I'm telling you straight up, Sid, there's a way to get more cops. Nobody's listening to me. Simply you have Columbia University with a $10 billion endowment fund, NYU a $4 billion endowment fund. They keep buying up property, which then gets taken off the tax rolls because they're nonprofits. Put a special tax on them specifically to hire, to vet, to train, and graduate police officers and get us up to 40,000 cops that Rudy Giuliani was given uh, so he could take back the city. We're down to 32,500. It's not 34,000. It's 32,500. We're at critical mass. Look at the latest headlines. All these uh, shelters for the illegal aliens. Now they're claiming you can't put in just a private uh, security officer with no gun. You have to have gun-toting private security officers. Why? Because of all the gangbangers from MS-13, from 18th Street, all the bad hombres, as former President Donald Trump described when he went out with Peter King and then the attorney general to battle MS-13 and did a great job in Suffolk County and Nassau County. I give a heads up to uh, Peter King for that because I joined hey, him in that battle. How about that? Well, Peter King will tell you, I had guardian angels out there thumping MS-13. Trump was calling them bad hombres. And who was calling ICE thugs at that time? Andrew Evil Ice Cuomo calling law enforcement that was battling MS-13 thugs. That tells you all you need to know about this state. Well, I was so happy when uh, I had that one phone conversation with Andrew Cuomo. And he's like, I don't really want to throw Hochul under the bus about bail reform. And she threw him right under the bus with John Katsimatidis yesterday, Andrew. So you were trying to play nice. She clearly doesn't care. Why don't you come back now with uh, the move? The basketball's in your court, former Governor Cuomo. Let me tell you something. I was listening intently to that interview where uh, Kathy Crime Wave Holcomb uh, was sounding like Judy Garland in The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> She's walking. She says she walks around the city all the time. She sees it so congested with buses. Yeah, the buses that are bringing in the illegal aliens from the Port Authority across down to the Hotel Roosevelt. She goes, we, uh, we, we have to have congestion pricing so that emergency vehicles can get through if you have a heart attack. Idiot. That's what they do in the bike lanes. They use that as an emergency service lane. This woman knows nothing. And then she had the unbelievable chutzpah to say that you're safer in New York City from crime than in Salt Lake City. I didn't know that the Mormon Tabernacle Choir has become a gang and that Donnie and Marie Osmond have become gang leaders. Is this woman on some kind of drug? Uh, Listen, uh, she did say that. She also included Miami and Eric Adams. The mayor included Miami too. I don't know if that's a if that's a true. It's not figure. true. It's not I, true. I, I, I have guardian angels in Miami. No way. It's I mean, not I, true. I lived in South Florida for 16 years between Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, and Miami. I never felt unsafe not once walking around the city. And I'm a tough guy. I feel unsafe just about every day. So it's not just Hochul. It's Adams, well, too. Let me, give me an update. To you. let me give you an update. I, I deal with these zombie drug users all the time now that are using Trank. Uh, and it's creating sores all over their body. It's a flesh-eating virus like Ebola. You see them everywhere. And I go up, I touch them, and people get all grossed out. You know how I am. Yeah. 
So now the city, through Eric Adams, is saying, come to our overdose prevention centers, our safe injection sites. There are two of them, one in Washington Heights, one in Harlem. And we will inject the trank into your veins. Stop it. Yes. Stop it. In today's New York Post, check it out. I got this conversation with my friend Bobby Hartman a couple of weeks ago. You folks may remember he runs Mainstream House all the way out for Fapanabinko, two hours. It's a Riverhead, Long Island. And I spoke to over 100 of my brothers and sisters in recovery, and we said the same thing. If you make it easier for an addict to get drugs, to do drugs, whether it's crack pipes and vending machines or city employees, like you just said, shooting you up, the addict, nine times out of ten, is going to continue to use. And the whole game here is not a game, but the whole theory should be let's stop these people from using. You don't get addicts to stop using by making it easier for them to use, you and, dumb bastards. And by the way, they're not running Ponzi schemes on Wall Street to afford their habit. They're right. going into the neighborhood where the safe injection sites are, and they're stealing everything they can get their hands on. What do you think all this looting is going on, this boosting? People going in and out of Dwayne Reed, uh, Right Aid, Walgreens, CVS. They're mostly junkies, dope fiends, and now we're going to be giving, allowing them to safely inject trank. Now, we're going to blame this on the red Chinese. You know, that's how we like, oh, the red Chinese fentanyl. Yeah, yeah. You use drugs. You know America creates the problem. We are the number one users of drugs in the world. We have an insatiable appetite to get high. We got to kick ourselves in our own asses and stop blaming Mexico and Red China. Who are we going to blame for Trank? It's a horse tranquilizer. We're going to shut down all the horse tracks? Oh, my God. They're stealing Trank at the horse tracks. We need to stop this, and we can't be enabling them. By giving them a zombie drug under supervision? Jeez. Is this not the craziest thing you ever had? Uh, and are they asking Eric Adams this today at a press conference in Hall? Probably not. Probably not. You know, because he's refusing to take questions. Out. Uh, I'm not, and, and the number one issue, uh, School's Out Forever, you heard that by Alice Cooper, right? Wait, which one is it now? School's Out Forever, you heard oh, that I, by I Alice that Cooper song. coming in. I love in. that song. I believe you're going to talk about something that I talked about to uh, Vito Fosella. The Staten Island Borough president was on this show on Friday, and they're talking about using schools now as migrant centers, and he told me there was one specifically in his borough, Newdorp. You're about to tell me, Curtis, that's only one of three. That's only one of three, and there are more. I'll release more tomorrow. Newdorp High School. You know who went to Newdorp High School? Uh, give me a hint. Don't tell me. Uh, Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis. That's more than a hint you just gave it to Exactly, me. <laughs> because we got to get through the rest of these schools. There's okay. so many of them, right? So i got to expect Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis to stand on the front steps, because she'd do this, and say, hell no, no illegal aliens in New Dorp High School. Number two, Mark Twain Junior High School. That's a Coney great Island. school. I know. If you hadn't been a booker boy... Going to, uh, where was that? Uh, Solomon Schechter. Solomon Schechter. Thank God your parents sent you there and got you out of that poly prep day school. Oh, my God. Which was the training ground for uh, for the mob, you know, mob lawyers. Your friends, Arthur Idala and Joe Takapina, that's how they became lawyers. They, you, they you were sent to. Even my friend Gary Hanna is a lawyer. Yes. Now, he's not a 
Italian, he's Lebanese, but Gary's father, Al Hanna, was one of the owners of your favorite nightclub in Brooklyn ever, Pastels. That's right, Pastels. Oh, you brought me back in time. But anyway, <laughs> that brings us to the third school, and this is personal. Well, well, Mark Twain, I believe, at one point also, sir, my wife, who was another great attorney, the beautiful Danielle, she went to Morrow High School. Yes. And I think Mark Twain used to actually kind the of siphon. system. Right? Exactly yeah, because right. it's considered yes. a specialty uh, junior high school, you know, SP and all that. Now, the last one, this is personal for me. Russell Sage Junior High School in Forest Hills. Now, why is that personal to you? Because my youngest son, Hunter, goes there. No way. All three of my sons have gone to public schools. But Russell Sage Junior High School, clear out the gym, clear out the cafeteria, and there'll be food fights because the illegal aliens <laughs> will say, we don't want the bagel with the schmear. We want con arroz, habichuelas, beans and rice with a pork <laughs> chop on top. And Eric Adams will say, sure, order it through Grubhub. I'm not paying for it. The sucker taxpayers are paying for it. This is nuts. Harry Kagan stood up to him. Remember the first time the guy who won the Republican primary is going to take on Justin Brandon. Where's Justin Brandon on the Mark Twain Junior High School in Coney Island? He's quiet. There's Harry Kagan fighting this. And by the way, speaking of Justin Brandon, that ultraditor who's trying to eat your mind, you know that his main person in his Democratic club just got a job at City Hall, Ember Olam. Oh, this is a bad story. Here's a text I received that. 12-16 Saturday afternoon from the aforementioned Justin Brannan. It's a picture of me and William DeMeo, and he writes, I once had a plate of galama at this jurnt that was so fresh, and he wrote, have a oh, great you see weekend. see how he's trying to eat your mind? He's trying to suck up to me. You but, wanna, listen to what this woman was texting out, and she got a yes. job at City Hall because they yeah. all hate cops. She's a yeah. Saudi city council member. That's right. Yeah. I'm glad the NYPD vans were torched. I hope there are more. Return nice. your cop dollars. Def- defund- he defunded the police by a billion dollars, yes, Justin Brown. Yes, he did. He was in favor of no cash bail. He wants to get rid of more cops. Don't let him eat your mind out. He knows how to stroke you like a peacock. <laughs> he wants you to forget how he has destroyed Bay Ridge and Diker Heights and Bensonhurst. Don't get sucked into that vortex. He's going to play you like a fiddle, but I'm going to stand up to Justin Brennan because I'm going to be out there with Harry Kagan, who every day prevented those illegal aliens from being put into that gymnasium. Remember the first one Eric Adams tried to do it. Is this not the definition of insanity? You're trying to do the same failed thing over and over. Eric Adams, leave our kids alone. (laughs) Keep your illegal aliens in your Gracie Mansion or in your 4-4 townhouse on Lafayette Avenue in Bed-Stuy. Lead by example. Bring the illegal aliens into your house, into Gracie Mansion, and keep them away from our kids in our schools.